Hey there, Cube Nerds, and thank you very, very, very much for downloading episode 22 of Cube Nerds Podcast. Uh, I'm on my way to work. I'm coming to you live from the On The Go studio, on uh, Route 287 in Jersey, and bumper-to-bumper traffic. I'm on my way to the office on a Tuesday morning, a very cold and bitter Tuesday morning still, and the, well, towards the end of March. It's a beautiful day, at least. Not a cloud in the sky, but it is freaking freezing outside. Just trying to get back into the swing of things, seeing how things are going. Like I said, thank you very much for downloading. And also, too, you'll hear, I don't know if you know, I'm in the beginning or maybe in the middle of the podcast, but on the last episode as well. Uh, yeah, I have a little commercial now for Anchor. That's, you know, that's not just a commercial for Anchor, but that's, that's me talking, too. I definitely recommend downloading the Anchor podcast. Not necessarily to just listen to your podcast, because you can listen to them, you know, anywhere. You can prefer Apple Podcasts or even PodCoin you know, to listen to my podcast. But as far as using Anchor, it's a great tool to interact with your podcast that you like to listen to that record on Anchor. You can record voicemails, like for mine, you can record a voicemail sent to me for any questions or comments that you have I can listen to. I can play it right here on the show. Also, too, there's a link to be a contributor which helps kick back a little bit of money to this show uh, so I can keep doing it for free and all those other cool things like that, too. So, yeah, definitely down, download Anchor. Check it out. And if you feel like starting a podcast of your own, it's extremely easy. Right now, I'm talking right into my phone. I'm not even using my microphone because I think maybe the audio might be a little bit better, actually, than without using my microphone because when I'm on the road, you hear too much background, wind blowing, cars flying by. So maybe at least this way I can talk directly into my phone that kind of knocks out some of the background audio. So yeah, download Anchor. Check it out. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, you might enjoy it. So today, uh, yeah, again, just looking to shoot the shit a little bit. Today, something I've wanted to talk about it for a while, too, I wanted to bring up. I had a business trip back in November. For my last company, I never, I always wanted to travel. At my old company, I always wanted to go places for training and do all this other cool stuff. I mean, I thought, you know, when I was single, I didn't have a family or anything like that, and I wanted to experience new things and go places. And it wasn't until last year, or, you know, not not this past calendar year, the calendar year before, uh, where I actually did get to travel for a conference, and I enjoyed it very much. But, of course, I had a son and a wife at that time, and that's where, you know, it comes up that I get to travel but I did get to go, get, did get to experience it, which I definitely wanted to do at some point in my life, you know, my career. My last company offered all kinds of traveling for training, and sometimes folks got sent to client locations, and that was never me. It was, you know, supposed to be a couple times, of course, but it, it fell through, and it it was never me. But this other, but my company now, pretty much being a very contemporary company compared to my other company. Um they very much do cool things like hold conferences for partners and clients, and they attend, you know, almost they have, like, conventions. Like, it's Comic-Con, and there's a booth, you know, for my company there, which is pretty cool, and that's how you market. That's how it should be. You need to get with the times. And this company sent, sent me to, the, well, two years ago I went to Orlando, which I probably mentioned, uh, which was phenomenal, and just last year, I went to Las Vegas, there was a conference, the conference was held in Las Vegas, at a hotel in Las Vegas, 
they do a couple conferences a year. The one conference was held on the Strip, and the second, uh, this conference was held off the Strip, probably for good reason, because I'm sure a lot of folks, with it being on the Strip, they can much more easily disperse. And you can tell a lot of people from, you know, because it, it's, it's funny how it is, because even though there's lots of, lots of talking, lots of discussions, lots of mingling, you're always on and you're always working. And we have our uniforms that we need to wear all the time. And so even as soon as we get there, I get there. They added, even added another day, which was a bummer, because so you know, I was gone for, for an extra day. And with the time change of traveling from Jersey to Vegas, it was a freaking nightmare. So let's see, this was back in November. Let's see if I can remember correctly. I left Monday. Uh, my flight was, I believe, at 4 p.m. on Monday. I landed at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. And I remember getting there, and I walked down the casino. Like I said, it was off the Strip. It was a very, very nice place. Great pool area. My room had an unbelievable view of the pool, and you know, in, in the desert and the hills. It was, it was excellent. It was really, really nice. And again, surprising, because as an entry-level person, even though I've been doing this gig for 15 years, it's still almost an entry-level gig, except, you know, the work at this company, the entry-level is a little bit more advanced than other places. So it's not just like anybody off the street can come and do the job. But for, you know, for a support person to be able to have that opportunity to go to a place and enjoy that fun stuff, it's a great way to do it. Because the point of me going there is to offer face-to-face support which is, you know, another, a whole other venture as well. Um, or a whole other venture, let me say. A whole other venture to, to provide support because I've done it through email and through chat and through the phone for, you know, the majority of my career. And then now getting to do it in person is a very cool thing. It helps, helps sharpen the skills a little bit and enhance things. So that's a very cool thing to do. And that's pretty much what most of the days consist of. It's almost like a full day of work, except instead of doing things over the phone, I'm doing them in person with people that I've already spoken to in the past, most likely, and now I'm getting to meet them face-to-face. And a cool, different aspect to do. And to have that opportunity for a support person, you know, it's not just me that goes, there's a couple of us that go that handle different parts of the product. It's it's unique, to me, at least. I don't know other companies that do this. I'm sure there's a lot of companies that do. But I know the last one that I did that was a very, very, very large and popular company didn't do something like this sure that company's stock is actually on the rise right now from what I heard, but I think they're they're missing out as far as marketing goes. The reason they have is because they're so popular. I believe they're getting by on name and reputation alone uh, because their marketing is, you know, you never hear about this company anywhere else. And when I started working there, when I talked to some people, they're like, oh, yeah, I know that company. That's great. Um, I had never heard of it before. And then when I got there, I had no idea what I was going to do there. So, I mean, I'd never heard of it. This company... I had heard of it because it was a partner of my other company, um, so I knew what I was doing. But now, it was funny, I was actually just driving in the car with my you know, family the other day, and I heard a commercial on the radio come up about this company. And, oh, wow, look at that. I worked for that company, and now they're talking about it. There you go. That's the company I work for. Really trying to get with the times. Internet marketing, Facebook, uh, Facebook ads, 
that's where the attention is now, and that's how you need to be marketing. And doing fun, interactive stuff like this is how you gain trust, build relationships, and it's relationship marketing too. So the first day I was there, so my experience, I got there. One thing that's a bummer. The first time I went to Vegas a couple of years ago, I went there with my wife, and she was pregnant at the time, so we didn't get to have, you know, in the same time. But everybody I talked to at the crap tables and stuff, say, oh, yeah, we're from Jersey. They're like, why don't you just go to Atlantic City? And I go, okay, well, clearly you haven't been to Atlantic City because this is Vegas and Atlantic City is far from it. I'm not just, you know, you just go to go to Atlantic City to gamble. Maybe there's some shows you can save, that's it. But if you go to Vegas, you're going to Vegas for Vegas. Not just gambling, you're going to Vegas to be there. They're worlds apart. Anybody who's been to both knows, knows that for sure. Or even if you've been to Atlantic City, you know that Vegas, even if you haven't been to Vegas, been to Atlantic City, you know Vegas is a much, much different breed of animal. So I went and I got there... Like I said, by the time I got to the hotel and got settled down, it was probably midnight, 1 a.m., uh, you know, uh, Pacific time, and it's dead. Since it was off the strip, I went there and I saw maybe two guys I know that were at a craft table, and that was it. And this was after me walking the floor already once. I didn't see anybody, and then I came back and bumped into some guys. I got a beer, and then the bar closed. And it was 1 a.m. And I'm thinking to myself, when I tell other people, they're like, what? You were in Vegas and the bar closed at 1 a.m.? Exactly. That was that was what I thought. So I just sat there and drank my beer and took it in. And there was even nothing, nothing to eat. I think uh, maybe Fat Burger was open. That was about it. But I think I, uh, I just ended up going to bed. So the next morning comes. We arrive. They have breakfast for us, which is nice, but, you know, and the whole, again, the whole key is to mingle, that's what you want to do, that's how you market, that's how you, you, you expand and build a relationship, there's, you know, round tables all throughout this conference room, or, you know, big giant conference hall, I guess, and don't sit with people you know, we all have our uniforms on, everybody's got their badges, don't sit with people you know, sit and discuss things discuss and, you know, mingle, and that's how we did it, we had our breakfast, and we, we mingle, and maybe only a handful of people, I know from, from one year I've been there, but there's other folks, one guy I work with, he has a girlfriend, and he has another wife, he goes every year, and he's been going for like eight years, and he knows people all over, all different kinds of people, big time relationships, they know his face when they see him. And I don't think I have that recognizable of a voice. Um, I mean, it's kind of nasally when I hear it over the phone. I don't know if it's the same in person. Um, so when I talk to folks, I don't think they know for sure. They may remember my name, but I don't think they, they recognize my voice immediately. Maybe eventually it kicks in, but yeah. So then we do a full day of support, which is, you know, again, building building things up, and it, again, it doesn't get busy, because not only that's, that's not the only thing that's there, there's seminars, all kinds of things going on, talking about new products, so we, we, I do my job, and again, and there's another another person I work with, actually, the, uh, let's see, there's the know-it-all, the model, and why, why can I never remember his fucking name, 
not the laid-back employee, the the laid-back, the go-with-it-employee, god damn it, whatever, the other guy, he had an opportunity to go, but chose not to, because he was nervous, nervous, because again, there's, when we do our job, we're, we're, there's not, there's a lot, you know, we don't know, which is difficult to, to handle, especially where we came from, where we knew everything and you could handle everything, now, you know, there's plenty of stuff we still don't know, so he was nervous about going, and I kind of was too, obviously, because when you're dealing with, I mean, imagine where you know you, you can put somebody on hold and look up the answer and get back to them or call them back. You can't do that when you're in person. However, I it's, it's confidence, and maybe I've talked about this before, but the confidence when you're on the phone is the same thing you have when you're in person. If you don't know the answer, you don't know the answer, plain and simple. You have the confidence. They're coming to you for a reason. So... If you don't know, you can let them know that. Let me look into this a little bit further. I'll shoot you an email. If you're still here at the conference, we can take a look at it again. We'll do it from there. I'll keep you posted. It's really nothing to be nervous about. I was more excited about being able to take the trip the first time around. Um, you know, I mean, of course I was nervous, but what are you going to do? Somebody's got to do it. So I went, and yeah, that happened. Sure, there's plenty of times I didn't know the answer, but I got around it. Nothing to be nervous about. That's that's our job. That's what we do. We provide support when we can and how we can. And whether it's over the phone, in person, whatever, you do what you got to do. So he was nervous to go, and he didn't want to go, which, you know, he should have. It probably would have been a much better, better time. Well, I mean, I still had a good time. It would have been a better time for me, too. We experienced that with him together, because, again, he's one of my best friends, even outside of work. So... Again, you know, with a couple of different folks, yeah, and also, too, probably, you know, the best part is, again, for companies now, again, you know, with the technology and everything growing, we have offices all over the country. So, again, with my last company, if nobody's traveling, you know, on an individual dime, or, you know, you're going to send one person here, one person there, if nobody's traveling, you're not getting to know these people. Now we have video conferences and stuff like that where you can talk to folks, but you don't really get to know them. And every time, you know, both times I've gone, this time as well, people that I never met but I've spoken to a few times in person, and now I get to meet them face-to-face. And one woman that was there was like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Like, oh, yeah, we talked. You uh, you trained me or you mentored me, she said. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I had no idea. Totally forgot. Mentored a lot of people don't remember their names unless I've spoken to you a couple times after that, but now since we've met in person, now I remember some folks, and, they, and that's that's how it goes, that's how it should be now, you know, this is, a, this is a, a learning opportunity for everybody, and we bounce ideas off each other, we have discussions about things, and it's great, so we have our full day of working, and then, you know, we have a break, you can go, you can stroll the ground, there's even a break for lunch, and then, so the first night, we have kind of like a dinner, where it was at some kind of club that was within the place. But again, this this hotel was dead, because it's November, it's a Tuesday night, and it's not like this place is jumping and the gambling's going nuts. So pretty much we have the place all to ourselves. And it was just a, you know, a dinner and a discussion. you got to mingle some more. I'm, I'm, and even it's only my second year, and I'm teaching other folks how to mingle. 
And it's all about confidence in yourself, confidence in your, your work and your ability. That's how you do it. Mingle, talk to folks, meet new people, and you're doing it there for the company. This also, too, is another part that it makes me, and I, I had this discussion with, let's say it was, you know, a VP of my division or something last year. And while I was talking to him about it, it was great to feel that way. You know, it, it makes you feel good about the company you work for that they give you an opportunity like that. It's fun. And it makes you want to work hard for the company when you do fun stuff like that. And they put the faith in you to do that. Come on, man, get off your phone. I say as I'm talking into my phone. But this guy's in the fast lane. And when he drives past, he's not even looking at the road, looking down at his phone. And i got to drive around. Whatever. So, and I said, you know, it's a great opportunity to have it. It's fun. It makes you have some faith and some trust in your company. As pissed off as I am at my boss and the way things are done and all this other stuff, I actually really enjoy the company I work for. And as, as you know, it adds some loyalty to it. Which is how it should, you know, which is, at least there's that going for me, and it makes me want to work there. So even if, I, if I'm looking for other opportunities elsewhere, it's only because I don't see anything happening. But it's nothing against the company itself. Everybody I know who left my last company or currently works there, they can't stand the company as a whole. Because it's all micromanaging and bullshit and numbers. But this company, however, is looking out for the employees, and it makes you want to work there. It, it adds for a great, you know, a great formula for all the, you know, if you're going to start your own company, you get to pick up on little pieces here and there and find out what works and how, how you get through to your employees. So the mixer was great. Or the, you know, I got to meet, meet again, more people, discuss, discussions about things, talk about work, get to know everybody where they're from, mingle even with the folks that work for the company that I never met before. Somebody selling the pool, poor person selling the pool, which was not that hard to do because a lot of the tables is very narrow around a certain way. Also, too, it was cold. It was like 50, 60 degrees in Vegas with desert winds blowing, and it was cold. So it was kind of a bummer. So we all kind of dispersed and went back to the, you know, to the tables. And it was funny because everybody crowded around the bar. And, you know, because it was a bar kind of in the center of the casino. And everybody packed in in there. We're talking this and that. And I was talking to one of the managers because there was two craft tables. I play crafts. There was two craft tables and I was talking to one of the managers. And I was trying to teach him how to play crafts. Him and another person. And we go and... First night I was there, actually. Let's say that. I played crafts earlier in the day. I dropped 40 bucks. I walked away with 140 bucks. So that was good. I bet real conservative playing the craft table. So I tried teaching him how to play. He didn't know how to play. Okay, I'll teach him. Teach another guy, and we blow through 40 bucks like in no time. And I'm like, ah, shit. That sucks. That turns people off to it. But again, there was nobody there. There was us, me, him, and one other guy maybe at the table, and it was boring. So... We go to, you know, me and him, we go, we take our own to the bathroom. And I said, like, hey, man, look, we got to get a company table going here. There's a lot of people going. We'll all pack the table. It'll be fun. So we hit up the bathroom. We come back, and we go to the table, and all the big shots are at the table. My, you know, his boss, the boss's boss, the boss's boss's boss, the boss's boss on the side, you know, next to him. There's guys all over the place. They're playing at the table now. We run over. we got to squeeze in. we got to get in on it. Okay. We gotta play. Now you know, let's let's play. We gotta get in. So eventually, the dice come to me, 
man, I'm thinking to myself, if I, if I crap out and suck, I'm going to look like a schmuck. But, you know, the, the tough young go-getter in me is like, yeah, but you know what, if I roll good, I'm in. So, I do what I usually do, which is roll, establish a point, I make, you know, I lose money, make money, establish a point where everybody bets, and then I crap out, and everybody loses a bunch of money. So I suck rolling. So it goes to another guy, and then now it goes to the other guy I was hanging before, which the manager before, who is very well-liked. And he does definitely, even as well-liked as he is, he doesn't get the credit he deserves because he's still kind of, I think, low on the total pole than what he deserves because, you know, he's just a nice guy. So he craps out like three times. And this this is where I learned that the big shots are still the big shots. Because as much as everybody likes to mingle and joke around, no matter what, you know, rung on the ladder they are, when the money's on the line, nobody gives a shit about anybody. And that may be noticed here because the bosses, 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 the guy way up the ladder is there, and once this guy crapped out, he was like nothing to him. And that's, and that's how it went. And then eventually what happened was he moved to the other, he was, he was on our side of the table, he moved to the other side of the table by his friends. And it was kind of like, wow, really? Okay, I mean, maybe that wasn't the reason he did it, because, you know, the big shots that he mingled with more were on the other side of the table, so maybe that's why he just went over to talk to them. But it didn't make us feel good, because you could see on one side of the table, there was no action because we don't have the money to be thrown around like that. And then the other side of the table, there was a ton of action, because that's how it went, because that's where all the, the higher-ups were. So it goes around again. You know, dice come back to me, and I pass this time. And now this is, at this time, he's my boss's boss. He used to be my boss. And he shouts to the other end of the table how much he, res- you know, he respects my decision for passing on rolling the dice, because I'm not taking that chance again and especially with the way we saw that guy react. So it gets to the guy again, you know, the manager who crapped out before, and the higher-up who was next to us leaves the table this time, collects his chips, and walks away. Again, not sure if that was the reason why, because this guy was rolling the dice again, but left the table. And you know it, this guy crushes it. He probably hits the point three times on top of, you know, rolling sevens and elevens. He crushes it, makes us a bunch of money, totally redeems himself. And then after he moved on, that guy came back, and everybody had to fill him in and say, hey, man, you missed it. He was rolling dice like crazy. He did a killer job, totally redeemed himself. And it's like, you know, oh, that's, that's how it goes. And again, that was just irony, and like I said, that lets me know that if you're up top, you're up top, and you only interact with folks so far. And while guys might know other guys, you might bump into somebody and say, hey, and, you know, discuss something, or when somebody needs something from you, you talk about it, that's all, that's as far as it goes, because when we're at the crab table, all that friendly schmoozing amongst coworkers went out the window. And it was a bummer to see that, because even though it's money on the line, and I hate that people get so 
you know, strict about gambling like that. We were playing blackjack, the same thing. We fuck people over and that's whatever, man. You know, gamble to have a good time. Don't gamble, you know, the expected fucking, you know, make you millions and retire. So, yeah, so once the money was on the line, it was a whole different ballgame, which was a bummer to see. So, that was that night. Everybody went their business. And I don't know if it was a time change or what, but to me, I mean, I was okay. I could have stayed up for a while. But we went to bed, and the next morning comes. We get up. We do our thing. And then always at night, there's a big event. So we have our little dinner to, to get to know everybody. And then there's a relaxing event. This time was a little concert on the strip. Great time. Food was unbelievable. You know, again, spare no expense. And you can see that, and it says a lot, and it's a good, you know, little tip for other companies or upstarts that have partners or investors, and you're looking to throw a little party. Spare no expense because it makes a difference. And when you're doing relationship marketing, which is the best way to market, it it says a lot, and it shows. That's what you want to do. And again, I mean, so there's not much to talk about there. It was a concert. The food was great. Again, drinks, mingling, talking, getting a getting a really talk to the co-workers and stuff like that. I mean, I think I've made a real good friend with a guy who is not in my office. He's at a completely different office, but we've got to talk and mingle. And, you know, we're both big wrestling fans, and there's tons of stuff to get into. It was great getting to know him, and this is the event where, you know, I get to see him in person, and we get to hang and talk. So there's that. And then afterwards, everybody's like, okay, where are we going next? Are we going anywhere next, or are we going just going back to the casino, everybody likes to say, yeah, we're, we're just going back, I'm going back, I'm going back, okay, but then when the big shot says, yeah, we're going here, everybody's, okay, we're going here, we're going here, we're going here, that's, that's what I thought, so a bunch of us, partners, again, a lot of employees, I don't even, I can't even keep track of a lot of the folks, unless there's support, I don't really know them for sure, so we go back to this piano bar, that's tucked away in one of the casinos. And it reminded me of, even though this really wasn't the case, it reminded me of the scene from Roger Rabbit where Eddie Valiant goes to that back uh, club. What the hell? The Ink, and, the Ink and Paint Club? Is that the name of it? Where Daffy Duck and Donald Duck are dueling back and forth on pianos. And that's what it was here. It was two pianos facing each other, and two guys were playing requests. It reminds me of, of another thing. There's a restaurant in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I cannot remember the name of it, God damn it. My, I don't know why, but my, my dad and my uncle used to go there for golf trips with the Elks Lodge, and they called it Mama's. Because I guess there's a, a, an older woman who ran the place, or it was, you know, dedicated to. And when we went there for vacation, there was a guy there, who, and he was still there when I went to wife went there and we took a trip, you know, down to Georgia and stopped there. He plays the accordion. And he plays everything on the accordion. Show tunes, rock music, he plays everything. He played Bohemian Rhapsody, he played the theme from the Monsters. He played everything on the accordion. These guys were playing everything on the piano. They're playing Hit Me Baby One More Time. They're playing... Don't Stop Believing, Highway to Hell, all kinds of songs. They were playing great music. It was definitely a very fun environment. 
And it was a very cool thing to do. To add to the relationship marketing aspect, there was a very big, big shot, almost the person in charge of the whole thing or what's what's going on, standing up in front and dancing and singing and dropping 20s at a shot to play requests. At one point, he dropped 40 to interrupt somebody else's request to play his request. And he's dancing and pulling people on stage and just going nuts. He was toast. However, he's a professional at these events. And from what I hear is that he does this all the time. Because, you know what, when he walks off the stage, he goes to the bar and he mingles and he talks and he tones it down. And he's he's got it together like that. So it was just you know seeing it it was it was unbelievable to see that and dancing and all this other stuff and it just goes on all night party and party and party and apparently he can keep it up all night doesn't slow down for a second until he steps off and it's time to just you know talk about things and put on the businessman front that's what he does otherwise he's partying like crazy so that goes on for a few hours we have we go back. A couple of us get a van to go back to the, you know, to the hotel. And what happens is, okay, we all go. And then the next morning, I see him in the lobby. And I say, hey, you know, how's it going? You know, what time you get back last night? Yeah, we got back at this time. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Or what time did you leave last night? We left around this time. I left around that time, too. And then I was talking to one of the other, you know, one of my coworkers who was talking to somebody else who was there and said, yeah, he didn't go to bed last night. So he was up all night, and when I saw him in the lobby, he was waiting for the taxi to pick him up, take him to the airport to go home or go somewhere else. So that's how you do it. He was up all night partying and doing his thing, you know, mingling, showing face, doing it for the company, it was there for the event, and was up all night, and then went home and, you know, did it again. You know how to do both things, you know how to show this side for the, 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 the client, and then show this side for the business side, turn it on, turn it off, just how you do it. Just the, you know, in that aspect, like I said, the company, as far as marketing-wise, they know how to do it. Not worrying about your reputation, not worrying about embarrassing yourself. If you're having a good time, your partners know you're having a good time and you believe in what you're doing because you're confident enough and you're confident enough in your product, you're confident enough in yourself and what you support that it's okay to make an ass out of yourself because you're there to have a good time and these people should be there to have a good time too. It's very, very interesting learning experience, especially for someone like me who's so interested in marketing. It's a great way, you know, it's a great learning experience. And then there was that next morning, and then we did our thing. And then I think that we go home that later that afternoon. Yes. Let's see, because I got there on Monday. That was Tuesday, that was Wednesday, and I came home on Thursday. Yep. So, yeah, that was Thursday morning. That's Thursday morning. 
we will only work about a half day, and then we all get our flights, and we hop on our Ubers, and we go and get something to eat at the airport to get on our flights to to head home. And I got home, and let's see, so my flight was around 3. I got home around 10. And that's how it went. And so I was gone for pretty much almost four full days was a bummer for being away from my family. It really sucked. And especially with the time difference, I don't get to talk to them as much with working and stuff. But, uh, at least, you know, it was, it was a learning experience. However, too, one thing that's, that's upsetting, and it's, again, it doesn't come up with my performance review, is I go, for the, you know, when, as I talk about it now, I realize how much of a learning experience it was, which is, you know, I know it, was, it always is, but it was even more now that I talk about it, which is nice to know. But also, too, I go because, you know, I, I like to mingle and I like to put my name out there. And, you know, everything's big on your personal brand, and I like to do that. However, when it comes performance time and, you know, all it really shows is that I didn't close any cases for a week. That's pretty much what that means. So maybe I have some stability with the company because I've built some relationships. However, as far as performance-wise, on paper, it really is bad for me because it looks like I haven't been very productive throughout the week, which sucks because that's what it comes down to now. That's kind of the direction the company has gone, which is upsetting and a bummer. But again, that's the nature of the beast. That's how it goes. But it was a good time and a great learning experience as far as marketing goes. And me, you know, I don't think I'll do it again this year because I've got two kids now and uh, they're still pretty young. So, you know, again, and I'm not sure if it's worth it anymore. I got to do it. I got to experience it. And unless I'm pretty much asked, I don't think I'm going to do it again. But you don't think I'll be, because they look for volunteers to go. And you volunteer because you want to want to do it. But I don't think I'll volunteer again next year. So maybe if I'm asked, maybe. Otherwise, I don't think I'll go. Maybe not for a while. But uh, like I said, it was a good time, and it was a learning experience. And if you get a chance to do it for any of your companies or Travel for whatever reason, do it. Travel, 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 experience, experience, experience. Even just for vacation, even if, you know, not for work. Go experience things on your own. You always want to experience new things because you can't really tell stories. You know, if you haven't experienced it, you can make shit up. And if you've seen a lot of movies. But you need to have that authenticity to it. That's, you know, I, you, know you think I'd be sitting here talking about all this other stuff and my desk job and how much work sucks and other things how to handle a phone call and what it says by what you're telling people about how you wear your headset if I wasn't doing it all or hadn't done it on my own. So I've done it on my own. I've experienced all these things and that's why I come on here to talk about them because I'm, I'm a cube nerd. I'm a cube nerd with experience, with a lot of experience, and I keep experiencing things. And it's it's a difficult thing because I try to like to you know put that experience on paper, but it's difficult to do because without a really job like, I, like, I've got management experience per se, but not actual management experience because I've never officially been a manager. However, I have looked over for overseen employees and been in charge of new processes, but I haven't officially been a manager, so it doesn't look like I've been a manager. And that's, that's when I go for a management job, they see I don't have any management experience. That's, that's how it goes. And that's what I'm still trying to harness as far as how I can take what I've done and 
put it in a way that I could still get an advancement without a lateral move. But that's, that was my trip. That was my trip. It was a good time and a good experience. And But it was work. It was nonstop work because you're always presenting yourself. And some guys can get away with drinking like crazy and having a good time. Me, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't drink a ton because I was like the safe face. I didn't drink any beer, you know, because I tried to, I started drinking beer and, you know, because I drink a lot of beer. Not a lot of beer, but I like drinking beer. That's my, my drink of choice. My alcoholic beverage of choice. But when I'm drinking a lot of beer and I'm talking to a lot of people, I'm, you know, I get bad breath and I'm burping a lot and I get a lot of gas. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm a bad move. So I switched to the Jack and Cokes, and I could sip on those and take my time. And because again, I don't drink a lot. Of, I don't drink a lot of liquor, so I don't want to drink a ton and get smashed all at once. But again, it wasn't so bad. It was a good time. Yeah, all these little things you got to take into account. But that was my trip. That was my business trip. That was my learning experience. The main focus when I wrote down the notes I wanted to talk about it was that, like I said. If you're up high on the ladder, there's a difference. The big shots are still the big shots. And it really lets you know where you are on the ladder in an experience in an environment like that. While you get to do your little mingle thing on the books, when it comes down to getting personal and the nitty gritty, you're still just a low man on the totem pole. If that's where you are. If you're high up, you're high up. If you're low, you're low. And you're reminded of that. So thanks for listening, folks. Uh, I'm pulling into the office right now. Thanks for listening. Let's see. Okay, I'm only about 15 minutes late. So, again, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, leave comments, all that stuff. I love hearing about it. I love getting messages on Instagram, and I don't get any messages on Facebook. But Facebook's a little different than Instagram because I share some stuff on there. Instagram, I post some different stuff. Be sure to follow CubeNerds at CubeNerds on Facebook, on Instagram, at cube underscore nerds on Twitter. You can send me a direct message on Twitter. If you have any questions, comments, you can always send me an email at cubenerds at gmail.com or if you'd like to be a contributor to the website, which I am looking to put more content in. I started writing an article the other day and didn't finish it. But definitely going to keep the Cube Nerds website going and intact. Also, to go on Facebook and look for the Cube Nerds Unite podcast. Or, I'm sorry, Cube Nerds Unite Facebook group which is, you know, I'm looking for the, to build the community, which is what I was hoping this this would be. So go on there, join the discussion, talk more about your day job, introduce yourself, let's do all that stuff. Also, too, like I said, download Anchor. You can download Anchor and leave a voicemail. You can contribute a little to the podcast. All that stuff would be great. So thanks again, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Keep listening, keep commenting. I love it. I appreciate it. Let me know, you know, where the Cube Nerds stand on the Cube Nerd front. And I hope you have a good day if you're about if you're listening to this in the morning or if you're just had a good day. And I hope tomorrow's better than today.